welcome to Nice Bossy with Emma Siebold. What's nice bossy, you ask? Well, I came up with the phrase nice bossy to help my vivacious and very forthright daughter understand how she can be a strong and confident leader who gets what she wants through being nice and using her manners. I believe you can be powerful and successful without compromising kindness, empathy, or your contribution to the world. I'm living proof as I've done just that with my businesses, Bar Body and Bend. This podcast is all about going for and achieving your life and business dreams in a way that's aligned with your heart and values. I founded Bar Body nine years ago and have grown it into the highly profitable multi-million dollar business it is today. I lead with love, make smart, strategic decisions, take calculated risks, and tenaciously go for my dreams. I've had many a struggle and hardship, but ultimately the biggest personal and professional growth has been born of my toughest times. I've learned so much along the way and I am excited to share my journey, success secrets and special sauce with you so that you may live your dreams, build a profitable business and lead with love too. Let's get into it together. Emma, I would like to welcome you to the third episode of my brand new podcast, Nice Bossy. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you've listened to the first two episodes. This episode is a little bit special in my opinion. It is entitled, Does It Make Your Heart Sing? How to Know If You Are on the Right Track. Now, I need to tell the story of where I first heard the phrase, Does It Make Your Heart Sing? So I'm going to take you way back to when I was fresh out of university. I was in a graduate marketing position at Telstra and I was working in Melbourne with a girl named Vicky and Vicky has got many a mention in my various speeches and talks and because of this very, very special moment. So I was at, I think I just finished a meeting and she and I were walking back from this meeting And she was a long-time employee of Telstra, but she was very much into heart-based things and spirituality. So she was very sort of centered and grounded in this sense of looking beyond the surface. And we were walking back and she turned to me and said, you know, when it comes to work and what you're doing for a living with most of your time, sometimes you need to ask yourself, does it make your heart sing. And that phrase to me was just like magic. The phrase itself made me sing. Just the idea that you could reflect on what you were doing for a living and ask if it was meeting your soul's purpose. Those words were just like magic. And before I go any further in this episode, I want you to just close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to think about what you're doing, what you do for a living, what you do and close your eyes and ask yourself, does it light me up? Does it make my heart sing? It's magic, right? There's just some sort of energetic force or beautiful wisdom behind the phrase. And so for me, it really felt like an invitation to look at what I was doing. And at the time I was only 22. And so 
pretty brand new in the world in general, but brand new into the world of work. Certainly, I'd only just finished my business degree. And so when the phrase landed with me, does it make your heart sing? I thought about it. I thought, oh, I love that very much. And I have taken that phrase with me on my journey since then. It's been 20 years, shock horror. I'm 41 now. It's been 20 years since then. And it's probably one of the most pivotal key moments in my life, certainly in my career. And that phrase is one that I still use all the time. So for me, that journey of does it make your heart sing, immediately I knew that ultimately working in marketing for a telecommunications company, that wasn't what was going to make my heart sing. But I also knew that it was the right place for me to be at that time. I was getting some amazing experience And I still, to this day, 20 years later, I still draw on the experience that I got in that job at Telstra. There were some really, (laughs) really good things that I learned, especially financial modeling, but I digress. So I think it's really important to have a, be able to strike a balance between this idea of wanting something that lights you up and makes your heart sing but also recognizing that there's certain steps that you should probably take that are wise to take in your career for you to be able to be successful when you do get to that spot of making your heart sing. So for me, what it looked like was I knew that I needed, I knew that whatever I wanted to do, and at that time it was sort of, I was very much drawn to the spiritual and health and wellness, absolutely, but even more sort of the spiritual side of things. I knew that I needed a solid grounding in, I guess, the more practical work tools and work knowledge. So I first, the very first thing I did was I did a Reiki course and became a level one Reiki practitioner. And I absolutely loved that. And it was with the same girl, Vicky, that introduced me to these Reiki teachers. And I started practicing Reiki and That was enough for me on this journey of getting to the place that ultimately would make my heart sing. It was enough to do the little bits on the side to find that those pieces of get that heart song singing. And then fast forward a little bit, then I did, I started to do a nutrition course to be a nutritionist and that didn't feel quite right. So I digressed a little bit. This was in my mid twenties and then I did a health coaching course. And it was one of the very, very first ones. So probably one that many of you might've heard of is the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. This was one that was before that one. And this was more focused on Chinese medicine. So it was pretty amazing. And then after that, in my late twenties, I did my yoga teaching qualification. So all the while I was still working in corporate. So I'd gone from Telstra to Wagamama, believe it or not, I was a marketing manager for Wagamama in Australia. Then I went to Bonds and I was a brand manager there. And I was really loving, like I loved my marketing career and I loved learning all of these great professional skills, but also all the while knowing that it wasn't quite what was going to make my heart sing. And then fast forward a little bit, my job after that. So when I was doing my yoga teacher training, I was working for Oriton as the marketing manager. And Oriton was a fantastic company. At the time, I was having some pretty serious personal challenges. So I don't know that I was I was the best me in that job, but I also knew increasingly that marketing luxury handbags and accessories just wasn't filling up that heart space. And I really had to have 
I had to give myself a really good talking to at one point and say, this relationship that I'm in is not the right relationship for me. This job that I'm doing is not the right job for me. Neither of them were making my heart sing at all. And meanwhile, in that year, so I was 28 when I did my yoga teacher training, that lit me up. When I first undertook to do yoga teacher training, I had thought that I didn't want to actually be a yoga teacher. I just wanted to have the qualification. And I liked the sound of having a yoga teacher qualification probably more than anything. I was a little bit, I don't know, just attracted. And I'm sure many people are attracted by that idea of, yeah, I'll exercise for a living and I'll do it on the side and it'll be lovely. When I started to undertake the practice of doing this qualification, I really, it really lit me up. And I realized that this this teaching, teaching people how to move their bodies and holding space for people, this was what made my heart sing. This was what lit me up. So it was this big epiphany, but also I still knew that I wasn't quite, quite ready to give up my corporate career. And I didn't want want to go necessarily and be a yoga teacher at that time. So I then was in this position where I was doing this job and I was in this relationship and neither of them were working. I wasn't my best self and they weren't filling me up. They weren't lighting me up. And so I had an opportunity at Oriton to take a voluntary redundancy. And just between you and me, I suspect that it wouldn't have been so voluntary for much longer because I was not in the best of emotional states. And I remember (laughs) one particular time when I was really emotional. So I was really upset. I remember one particular time when this gorgeous girl jumped out from behind a whiteboard and scared me. She went, boo. And I just burst into tears and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And I knew at that moment that I had to leave this relationship and I had to leave this workplace and I had to find something that made my heart sing. There was another little indicator and that was that I crashed my car twice on the same pole in my own car parking space at work. So in the space of two weeks, I I hit my car in the same place on the same pole. Luckily, I hadn't had it fixed in between times. So I knew. And I think this is probably a really good opportunity for you to stop and say, wherever you are right now, does it make your heart sing? Is it time to move on? Whether it's a person, whether it's a living situation, whether it's a work situation, just to ask yourself, really, really ask yourself, does this make my heart sing? And is it time to move on? And I knew very, very clearly at that time it was time to move on. So I took a voluntary redundancy and I went to India, believe it or not. I went to India for three months and I practiced yoga really intensively and I grieved, you know, the loss of the relationship and I questioned what on earth am I going to do next? I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted it to be in the space of health and wellness and this, you know, idea of teaching, but I didn't know what I was going to do. And sometimes when you jump without a parachute and you just take the leap, sometimes and Oftentimes in my experience, a net appears to catch you. And for me, that net was a friend of mine who I'd worked with at 
both Bonds and Oriton. Her husband and a group of investors were starting a juice cleanse business and she reached out to me and said, let me connect you to my husband and see if there's a, a good fit for you and this juice business. And I was in India at the time, so I was talking to him over the phone and Skype at the time. This is, again, going back over 10 years. And he told me about this business. It was all about detoxification and cleansing. And I'd get to, you know, really explore my passion for nutrition. And I get to incorporate what I'd learned as a yoga teacher because they're really nice synergistic industries. And what I'd learned as a health coach and all of my marketing and business skills to actually launch and run this business, launch market and run this business. So to me, it was like, cha-ching, this is so right. This is absolutely so right for me. And it was. So I came home from India earlier than I'd planned. I think I was planning to stay six months and I stayed three. And I had a little setback when I came home when I got dengue fever. So I remember it was a pretty heart-wrenching time at the time. I came home to the house that my partner and I had lived in and since and sold while I was in India. I'd sold the home. So I'd come back from India embarking on a new career, newly single at almost 30 and with no home and dengue fever. So it was a rough time. I've been through many a rough time and that's a whole nother podcast episode, but I just knew, I still knew even in the, even in those really challenging times, I knew that I was on the right track and it took me on this journey that I've been on. And I really do believe that everything that you do in your career and the further you get in your career, the more that this will ring true for you. Everything that you do creates this really wonderful suite of skills that you have and you end up being so surprised. I never would have thought that what I learned in my first job at Ford, so my first job was in the sponsorship team at Ford, plus that little thing I learned at Bonds and that thing that I learned at Oriton and those all those things I learned at Urban Remedy Cleanse, that they would all come together and they would serve me so well now, you'd be absolutely amazed that that is what happens. Your career goes in different directions. And the way that it all came together for me was I spent two years working on this juice cleanse business called Urban Remedy Cleanse. And for me, it was like this most incredible, like an on-the-job MBA. I learned all about running and managing a small business. So when it came to start Bar Body... I knew what I was doing. I had all of these amazing skills. So it's really amazing that the universe takes you on this magical journey. And you'll hear in this podcast, I'm not going to apologize. You'll hear the words magical. You'll hear the words journey. You'll you already know from the title of this episode that I'm a little bit woo-woo, but also very grounded. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had the success in my business that I've had. So all of these things come together. And so for me at that time, I that I really landed on my feet and sometimes Again, I talk about being brave a lot. Sometimes it pays to be brave, but overwhelmingly, I would encourage you to every now and again, and I do it regularly, I do it probably monthly, if not more frequently, to stop and ask yourself, does it make my heart sing? And so for me, every little step along the way, I ask that question and I check in and I go inwards. And if the answer is no, I then do the follow-up of, is now the right time to leave? And if not, what do I need to do to get ready to leave this situation so I can move towards something that truly makes my heart sing? So 
If you're in the car, don't do this. If you're on the bus, maybe you can. But if you have space to just close your eyes for a moment, please do that. Close your eyes and take a big breath in. And a long, deep, luscious breath out. And again, a big breath in. And a breath out. Maybe put your hands on your heart or one hand on your heart and bring something to your mind that you want to check in on. So it could be your work. It could be your living situation. could be your hobbies, your family, your partnership, lover. And just ask yourself, does it make my heart sing? And then if the answer is yes, how wonderful is that? You are absolutely in the right place and on the right track. If the answer is no, then the follow-up is, is now the time to leave? And you will know, sometimes it's scary, but you will know in your deepest heart of hearts, if it's time to leave, then you need to make a plan to leave And if it's not time to leave yet, then you need to look into the future and say, what do I need to do to get ready for whatever it is that I need to call into my life to make my heart sing? Mm, I love it. I absolutely love it. So I live by this rule, checking in, does it make your heart sing? I live by it, I love by it, and my life, I can tell you, it's pretty darn magical. I do live this beautiful life. I live in Byron Bay. Oh, I live in Mullumbimby, which is outside of Byron Bay. I've got two acres. I have a dog, a cat, a beautiful husband, two children, beautiful children. Yes, they're beautiful too. I have a really, really nice life. I move my body every day. I meditate every day. I eat really well, and my life is absolutely not been without some really big challenges. And I have an episode coming up on resilience. So I'll tell you more about my challenges. So I don't want you to be under the mistaken impression that my life is all magic and roses because I've probably had more challenges. I'd say I have definitely, definitely, definitely had more challenges than the average person. And I'll talk a lot about resilience, but the focus of this episode is your heart and to look inside your life and say, does it make your heart sing? And I can tell you, I am living proof that if you ask yourself this question and actually take the action, the follow-up, that you will live a much richer, more magical life. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to me. This episode, I would love you to subscribe. I would love you to leave a review. All of these things, especially in the very early stages of my podcast are so important. I would be most, most grateful. If you want to connect with me, I would love that too. I have a business retreat coming up really soon. So if you want to start your own business, reach out to me, or if you want to grow or really evolve your business, I can definitely help. So go to my website, visit me, find me. And until next episode, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope this episode made your heart sing. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you want more from me, visit my website, emmasebold.com for show notes and all sorts of goodies. Or follow me on Instagram at emmasebold underscore. Thanks again for listening. And I hope I can help you live your richest, most magical, most successful and aligned life. 
Until next time.